Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'm picking up her vibration. She's giving me the excitation. I'm picking up and I hope everybody has had a wonderful day today. Today, we're going to be talking about astrology and the diva, two colors, personality. What do they have in common and how can you use them in your own life? So let a little do a little background here. Two colors, what are they? They are your DNA personality. They're how you perceive life, how you interact with yourself and with others. There are four key personalities, and we hear, listen, speak, and comprehend from those personality types. And those colors are going to be represented by blue, orange, gold, and green. So we will be referring to certain personalities by their color identification on the show tonight. So what are diva colors, and what does diva stand for? Well, diva is our concept in my company. And the diva stands for a dreamer who inspires visualization into actualization. And the diva two colors is a whole concept of using the whole of your personality in building the fractal network. Uh, there'll be more to coming that on my site as we are developing it. The diva two colors and your astrology signs have an awful lot in common. By understanding what each brings to the table, we can see the synchronicity and therefore the strengths and weaknesses we all have. I'm a discoverer of diva knowingness. I can see your possibilities and know the diva way of living life. Astrology has a lot in common. So Janet is going to come on today, and Janet is from Authentic U Radio. She has a show every Thursday called Living Astrology, and she's going to come along and show the parallels between the zodiac signs and the two colors and the diva. So what I first want to actually help you understand, and if you've got a piece of paper, folks, write this down so you can follow along with us. True colors are represented like this. A very analytical person who is your CSI, your science nerd, um, the investigator would be represented by the color green. A structural person who likes order, synchronicity, um, follows rules and regulations, but is a great builder and a great, strat- a great structural builder will be a gold person. A blue person is a person who lives entirely by empathy, feeling, um, very intuitive and very much in sync with really the intuitive side of life. And an orange person is a very instinctual person and likes to be in action. They are fast thinkers, fast doers, love getting on to the next thing, adventurous, and they're very, very gifted when it comes to presentation and speaking. So what is the diva? The diva, being the dreamer, would actually match with your blue. 
the blue people are dreamers, as is the diva um, for the dreamers on that side of things. So you, if you don't have a dream, there is nothing that you can build. There's nothing you can inspire. There's nothing you can manifest. You first start with the dream, and that will match with the blue. The inspirers will be the orange personality. They are absolutely wonderful at getting up in front of a crowd and inspiring people, making people feel that they can be a part of it, that it's within arm's reach, and capturing people in. The visualizers are the green people because the analytical people are wonderful at putting detail together, putting it into a blueprint, putting it into a plan, very detail-orientated. But they can actually see um, how the dream works, how the inspire works, how the vision works, and they can put that into a plan. So therefore, the actualizers, or you may be an aspirer, but the actualizers will be the goals. Once you hand them over the plan, they know exactly how to go ahead and build that dream, build that diva. So, folks, we're not going to take anybody for Janet tonight for readings. I'm sorry, this is not what this show is about. It's about helping you understand your personality DNA and how to use it with astrology. So if you wish to call in on a question with what we're speaking to tonight, please do. But if you're calling in for a reading, please, there are no readings tonight. You may go to um, her show every Thursday and she'll be very, very glad to do readings for you there. So, Janet is a former metaphysical bookstore owner. She has been interested in all things spiritual, including astrology, numerology, the Mayan astrology, the Mayan calendar, and of course, miracles in the past 20 years. She has studied biology and chemistry, so she's quite diverse, and she's been in sales and management. But really, when the astrology just hit her over the head and said, this is the path you're meant to be taking, Susan. She took that leap of faith and jumped right into it and has not looked back. I've had my chart done with, um, with Susan, and it was wonderful. The beautiful thing about it is it gives you clarity. It gives you a sense of understanding what your path is ahead of you. Sometimes we wonder, what are we doing wrong? Because things aren't happening when they're meant to be happening. And that's because it's not time. It's not time for you to be doing it. And you have to wait for every, all the signs to be in place, all the planets to be in sync. And then when you get that amber and green light, it's ready, set, go, and out of the gate you go. And fortunately for me, after so many years of kind of feeling rather stagnant and, and planning, um, I have got my green light to get into action this summer. And believe me, action is what I'm in right now. So I highly recommend that you do get your chart done by Janet because it really will give you such wonderful clarity moving forward in your life. But Janet, let us have a look at how the astrology mixes with the true colors and the divarism. Now, you've done your true colors with me. Yeah. And, um, and, of course, uh, blue. Uh, was not a surprise there with a very heavy gold, which your your structure. And that blue is very much where you actually get your knowingness from. Because if you've heard Janet speak when she does uh, somebody's reading, she is so fluid. Uh, it is so rhythmical. That's what we call knowingness. It's when you know your knowledge so intuitively that you never have to think it. It just runs beautifully. And you're very much in your knowingness when you do a, your astrology. Um, and that is definitely going to be coming a great deal from your blue personality because you just give it up to the divine and let the divine guide you. Yeah, it does so, seem like that, doesn't it? 
It does. It definitely does. And it's it's wonderful to listen to you because you have such a lovely rhythm when you go. It's it's great. So oh, I know you. that uh, we've, we've done these colors and we've looked at them all. And, you know, the diva and, um, is something a little new to you, but it's, it's in development with me, but with the two colors. And I know you're going to look at the astrological signs and how they are in, in sync. So why don't we break it down color by color and then we can have a look at, um, you know, which colors match which. Pick a color. Oh, there, Janet. Well, you know, why don't we start with blue, since that seems okay. to be the color I resonated with. <laughs> exactly, and, uh, and blue would also be the diva in the diva, meaning the dreamer. So what right. colors actually, and what goes with what here? Well, you know, I was just uh, listening to you, you know, do the descriptions, and I thought, you know, this is really awesome because they really uh, line up with the elements, and, of course, the elements are a mm-hmm. big part of astrology. So blue would actually line up with water. Uh, the, the signs that are water signs are Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. And uh, this is also an interesting place to start because, you know, our, up to, our two upcoming eclipses are across, uh, you know, the Scorpio-Taurus uh, axis. And that, at least Scorpio is a water sign, so we're dealing with emotions. And, um, you know, if I had to choose a sign that really resonated with the dreamer part of the diva, uh, and that's going to be Pisces, because they're your Mm -hmm. idealists, uh, they're the ones that really have a dream and uh, are really uh, looking at the creative side of bringing in that dream. Mm -hmm. And. So if I and then if I look over at Scorpio, I would say, oh well, these people are uh, the ones that are actually very intuitive and very prophetic. Actually, all three of the water signs are, but they are the ones that if someone's going to have a dream, and, and you know when you go to sleep at night, kind of dream, it's going to be mm-hmm. your Scorpio and Cancer. They're just empathic and they pick up you know information from everywhere. Other people, uh, just the, the collective, and uh, so they they bring a lot of that information into their daily lives. So it seems that water really works with the blue, and also seems to equate to the D part, the dreamer uh, or the dream in diva. Right, exactly. And it's very important to dream, isn't it? Because that's where everything stems from. We need a dream because that mm-hmm. gives us the inspiration to have the vision to actualize. So dreaming is very, very important, whether it be daydreams, night dreams, or, you know, just allowing your, your whole persona just to fly because that's the way the divine speaks to you. That's correct. And, you know, more than just, you know, saying that it equates to the water signs. So if you're a Pisces, a Cancer, and a Scorpio, then, you know, you're a dreamer kind of thing. Um, I want people to understand that everybody, whether you Mm -hmm. are a Pisces, Cancer, or Scorpio, have those three signs somewhere in your chart. And so one of the houses in the chart is related to, to each one of these signs, and that's where your dream is, or that's where your idealism is, or where your creativity is. So it's really interesting when you look at a chart from a holistic back, uh, a holistic picture. Everybody has each of these colors. Everybody has each of these uh, diva divas in mm-hmm. in their chart. Right, exactly. And you know, we, we're never defined by one thing. You know, we're not defined by one sign or one color or one anything. It does. It really is something that kind of. Um, shows us where our strengths are in our personalities or, you know, in, uh, in, in things that are around us in life. Um, you know, 
trying to make somebody follow a path that they're just simply not designed for is counterproductive. So right. in understanding who they are, they have a better understanding of the path that they're meant to take. And with that, they will have all the wind at their back in order to do so. Now, blue is very much um, an air sign. Um, and the dreamer, of course, one kind of thinks about kind of the clouds. Up in the clouds, they always refer to you if you were in a dreamer. So would there be any air signs that would come into this? Um, you know, in, in astrology, I think it works out just a little differently because the air mm -hmm. sign actually kind of, in your description that you gave, sort of equates with the green, the more analytical thinking processes uh, that come into it. But certainly the air signs, because the air signs deal in ideas. And ideas are mm -hmm. also part of the dream. So, so yeah, you would see a little bit of the air in, in the blue as well. And, right. uh, you know, ideas coming into reality uh, is, you know, probably more the, the uh, influence <laughs> of some of the other colors perhaps. But certainly ideas, mm -hmm. you know, relate to that. Well, ideas that very much would be the orange as well, which would be the inspirers. You know, they're mm -hmm. people that may not be the initial seed of the dream, but they're very, very quick to be inspired by it and inspire others to it because they can see the dream on multi-levels. Yeah, so now, in, uh, in, in my mind, I equated orange with fire, with the creative, mm -hmm. passionate energies of um, the fire signs, Leo, Sagittarius, yeah. and um, Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries. And so in, in that respect, you have these people who are... are um, uh, they inspire other people to action because they are mm -hmm. often the ones that jump out and take action themselves. Absolutely. And, 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 and when you think about it, too. absolutely. And of course, when you think about a motivational speaker, I mean, what do they do with an audience? They set them on fire. Yeah. <laughs> they get the flames going <laughs> and they stir everybody up. So very much the inspirer will very much be that orange personality. And so you're seeing it strong in the Leo, the Sagittarius, and the, and the Aries. Which right, um, right. I have a Sagittarian daughter. That kind of figures. Ah, okay. <laughs> when we're looking at the the Leo Sag and Aries, is there any kind of breakdown to what they are? Uh, Leo is really more the charismatic, um, the center stage kind of person. They, they like the attention, and they are they're the the really good actors, I suppose you could say, of the. Mm. Um, of the zodiac, they can sort of take a role and make it their own. And particularly if they can inject emotion and drama into it, they're right. going to be perfect for that part. Your Sagittarians are more of the uh, intellectual of the passion sort of signs, and they're the adventurers in a way that they they love. They they really resonate with truth and freedom, and um, they are your people that are researchers. They go deep into something. And then, of course, Aries, I love Aries because they are so willing to um, enter into new territory. You know, in Star Trek where they say boldly go, uh, mm -hmm. boldly going or whatever that, that saying is, that, that is so Arian because that's what Aries does. They step out there um, and they explore uh, and they connect um, that instinctual self to the direction that they move in. And um, they're not, they don't show fear around that usually. They just go out there and, and act. They that are, is they very, very inspired orange. action. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That is inspired action. They, they, they will, in fact, when we're, when we're, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later, but when if you're actually looking at Star Trek and you're looking at uh, Captain Kirk, 
He's very <laughs> orange. Uh, he doesn't follow any rules and regulations. He's totally instinctual. He pushes the limits all the time. He demands the, the maximum from everybody and treats everything as, as an adventure. Let's see what happens. So absolutely, <laughs> very, very strong. And, and the yeah. thing is, is they inspire others to take that leap of faith with them. And that's where the, the, it fits in with the eye in the diva because of that inspiration. They have that ability to, to, as you say, stir up that fire, get people feeling adventurous. Let's all take this leap off the cliff together, and people are inspired to do so. So Absolutely. Definitely. And, you know, something else just occurred to me too, uh, Sarah, in talking about this is that um, most people, you know, if we're talking about Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries and all these different signs, um, most people may be thinking about this as their sun sign. But, you know, what mm-hmm. occurs to me is that it's quite possible that the rising sign is the one that pertains more to this uh, piece as opposed to uh, the the sun sign. And I say that because, you know, if I come up with blue, empathy, feeling, dreams, all that kind of stuff, that equates to my cancer rising sign as opposed to my Gemini sun. Right. So that's an interesting correlation. I'll I'll have to check this out with some people. Maybe we could do some, you know, research back yes. and forth on this. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the other thing you're looking at too is um when you actually are looking at the two colors, you never ever are governed by the one color. It will be your main voice. But the whole idea is to bring all the other colors into unison. In other words, the you know, the the other part of your divas into unison. And being able to use all of them. And what we do with the Diva uh, Fractal um, Discovery is actually align you with people that are your weakest and your strengths so that you're always building a weakness and strength. And there is no weakness because you just bring somebody else who's stronger in that personality uh, to compensate for where you have your weakness. But it never also conflicts with your strengths. They're always complementary and they always interlock. And, you know, they build this wonderful fractal network, which is wonderful. So if you have... Something very strong. Don't worry about if that particular part of your personality is stronger. Try and bring the other personalities in to balance you out. And one person, I mean, like you're you're never going to get the orange, um, adventurous Aries Sagittarius Leo as a uh, as a clock. It, it just yeah. won't happen. Not that maybe they're playing an actor as one, and then, as you said, they'll be very dramatic about it. It's just not in their DNA to be so. So, they, you know, you have to embrace what their assets are and where their weakness is. That's where your collaboration and your cohesion comes in with other people that can pick that up as their strength and then keep building on that network. So let's hit the visions, the visionaries. Who are they? Uh, so... And the visionaries so, would be the green in the in the two colours. You know, the 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 CSI, the um the blueprint is the people that they're investigators, the detail orientated. Right. And so uh, you know, in my in my thinking I attached that to the air signs and those would be mm-hmm. the Libra, Gemini and Aquarians. And uh because I, I, in those particular signs they're dealing with ideas, concepts, thoughts, you know, that whole idea of thought processes. And, and mm-hmm. I'm um, I, I'm torn with this one because this could also be the Earth signs in in some ways as well. Uh, but when we're dealing with ideas, uh, we are dealing with people who can visualize them into uh, existence. And I think yes. that that flies along the lines of the of the Libra and, and the Gemini and and the Aquarian. So when you're when you're dealing with Gemini, of course, you're dealing with the curiosity that leads you from one idea to the other. And mm-hmm. uh, dealing with lots of different ideas, 
um, and not necessarily in the depth that a Sagittarius, let's say, would do, but certainly dealing with a lot of different ideas and, uh, you know, letting some go, bringing new ones in. When you deal with mm-hmm. Libra's in the air, you're dealing much more with relationships. And um, you're dealing, you know, again, with people who are very much air signs in the true sense of being able to deal with ideas and concepts for them it's about you know tact and diplomacy and you know bigger bigger concepts when you deal with aquarians you're dealing with genius you're dealing with you're dealing with lightning bolt intuitive uh, energy that comes in through their higher self and into uh, the planet so ideas of a higher order you might say like ideas right. that are outside of the box <laughs> there's definitely those box. people that can visualize <laughs> something and then bring it in <laughs> Yeah, that that whole idea of Aquarius is just so interesting because of that idea that they really like to do things their own way, and their own way mm. is usually not the way anybody else would do it. They have their own unique spin on on it, so much so that we often call them eccentric. Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. And I think probably pretty, pretty well. I mean, when you're looking at it, I don't know about the Aquarian, but the Gemini, you know, two faces, Libras constantly back and forth, uh, trying to find a balance. So you know. I, um, a green personality and a visionary personality actually does have to be, have the ability to be able to see things from all sides. So having yeah. these kind of like double personalities within their personality allows them to be able to turn it around and see it from a different perspective and understand its possibilities because they don't see linear, they don't see box, they just see massive equations that can, you know, equate to something bigger. So I don't know about the equation, but certainly with the J-Burn, you're going to get that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So Aquarians, um, they're really interested in the idea of freedom as well. And it's like the mm-hmm. freedom of speech, though, the freedom to come up with your own ideas. They don't like to be pinned down to any one particular way of thinking. But the nice thing about Aquarian energy is not only do they you know, want that kind of freedom for themselves, but they will also allow that freedom for you. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Because other times nice they'll want freedom, yeah. but they won't. They don't, it's freedom for them, not necessarily for so it you. It sounds to me that you know, being a genius, intuitive, and freedom—that that, that they're, they're very inventive, which greens and visionaries would be very inventive. Indeed, indeed. You know, I, I think if you go into the charts of some of our most famous inventors, the Da Vinci's and and people of that mm-hmm. stature, you're going to find Aquarius prominent in their charts somewhere, and that's because they were open, you know, to some very genius ideas, even. Uh, even Einstein, you know, all of it doesn't matter whether they were in science or the arts, but when you're dealing with genius, you're dealing with yes. Aquarian uh, energy somewhere. And of course, the Gemini, without curiosity, how do we explore? Exactly. And, you know, without building a relationship with what you're exploring, how do we have these ideas? Because all ideas need to relate back to the human need. So actually, it's a really nice combination, the Libra and Gemini and Aquarian. They seem to complement each other very well. Yeah, they really do, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. So how about the actualization, the golds? In the golds, I say the golds that they, they, they tend to uh, resonate to earth energy. In fact, the first words that I wrote down that I thought I heard you hear was, or say was order and structure, which of course is Capricorn, and that's an earth sign. And then, you know, in, in Virgo, you're dealing with details and the, the smaller pieces of the bigger picture. And then if you're dealing with Taurus, you're dealing with, um, again, the same idea of is it practical, is it useful, can I actualize this into existence, can I bring this 
out or am I dealing with pie in the sky kind of stuff. So I think right. it's really a good fit for gold to work with your earth signs, uh, at least as you know, as far as the the horoscope is concerned. Um, just because of those, that idea of order and structure is important to all three of the earth signs. Yes. Yeah. This, uh, that really makes sense. I mean, with the Capricorn, you know, the, I mean, the beauty of um, of when you have a plan that's done in the vision, um, you you've got the blueprint there. You can give that plan to the Earth, and they can take that structure and look at the details, and really be able to kind of build it in very very fine fine detail as long as they have a plan to follow. So mm-hmm. there, it's not about the you know the trusting the intuition or the inventive. It is understanding the plan that's been made before them and its intricacies and being able to actually follow that plan. I mean, the people that write the manuals would be very much the the visionaries and the actualizers being the green and the gold because they understand them and need them. You try and give a manual to a blue or an orange and you're (laughs) talking Japanese there. It's just they're out to lunch. They're not interested in it at all. So, again, this is kind of playing to people's strengths. It's understanding what your strengths are um, and not trying to kind of fit into somebody else's um, idea or assumption of uh, what you should do in life, but understanding who you are so you know what will suit you and where you're best to fit in, in life or making life fit into you. So, Absolutely. Um, uh, let me just go back again. So the, the, um, the diva, which is the dreamer, would be blue and water. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, inspirer will be orange. And what was the um, uh, element there? Fire. Fire, of course. Yeah. Um, fire. And uh, the visionary, which is the um, the green. And yep, the element there would be air. Correct. And the um, actualizer, which is the gold, would be of earth. There you have it. So and obviously, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and it's really important to recognize that everybody has, you know, all of these in different um, quantities in their charts. And Mm -hmm. and the true colors tends to pull out, you know, which one you are that's dominant and, you know, which other ones. Yeah. So uh, same thing I would do in an astrology reading, right? I'm looking at your chart. Mm -hmm. I see that you have that perhaps like, uh, Sarah, I forgot what sign you are. Are you air? Um, I, I was a Libra, but remember the name change also made me Aries, but the Aries rising, so Libra and Aries. Okay, so let's just say... Let's and I'm a blue, Libra. and I'm a blue, and so, Libra. Yeah, so so you have you know, a tendency to do things one way, and in your chart your sun is putting a lot of energy in Libra, but that that isn't everything you are. Everything else you know, plays into... Uh, the picture to complete who you are yes. and, and, you know, what you do in this life. So everybody is uh, a certain amount of each of these qualities in their in their chart. And it's learning to life. use them, isn't it? It's learning to use them. I mean, we're going to, we're going to use predominantly at least three of them. And, you know, it's finding those three strengths and then where you're weakest, which is mine is earth, the actualization. And, you know, having had my chance, and it's actually I'm not meant to be that completer. You know, I'm meant to be um, uh, the person that generates, uh, you know, the dream, the inspiration, and the vision. I've been told we've got three minutes left. Where the hell did the time go? So, <laughs> Disappears. Please tell everybody um, your, your show and uh, how people get hold of you because we're running out of time here. <laughs> okay, thank you, uh, Sarah. I uh, by, My radio show is Living Astrology, and it's on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. 
And uh, my my website, if if you're looking for a reading or just some information, is www.living-astrology.com. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? Oh, good, good. That's what you got cut off there. Um, no, and please, folks, I do recommend you go and get your chart done. As I said, it just gives you such an understanding of, of when to take your action and maybe what kind of action. And, uh, um, and folks, if you're wanting to have your true colors done and your divarism done, please contact me at choosepositiveliving.com. That's choosepositiveliving.com. Uh, my program is there. The diva concept is there. And as I said, we're actually building at the present moment uh, the diesel fractal network, which is something that's coming into play, will be up in full force in September, but is in development right now. But it's about cohesively putting everything together so you always build a really strong core and a strong people around you so there are no fractures in there and um, we could have definitely done this much longer I and mean, we will definitely have to do it again um, yes. it's really quite fascinating and uh, as I said you know folks if you if you want to go and try this you know look at uh, for you to understand what your true colors are I'm afraid there is a little test that you have to do which you can do with me and we can do it online once you understand that we also understand your diva and uh, and then it's perfect for you to understand your chart and how you are a cohesive being and following your right path in life and not uh, following a path that's done for you my darling, I'm going to have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was great, very, very informative. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you having me on your show. It's been, it's always fun with you anyway. <laughs> Thank you. And I said, we're going to have to do it again. There's more information here. Thank you so much. I'm going to actually write this out and I'll put it up on my site so people have more understanding along with your link. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Thank Okay, well, I can't believe the time went so far, so I'm going to close out in a second. But next week, I actually have a very interesting person coming on. It's Bill Mackey, and he's going to be talking about OCD and how to change it to OCB. He has a broken back and Parkinson's, and this is a person that has actually healed himself through his own way of healing. And uh, he is really out on a quest right now to change the dialogue of OCD, ADD, and all of these into more behaviors rather than disorders and uh, to stop demoting people with any form of these beliefs and uh, to give them back their dignity and for you to understand how to work with people with OCD uh, because really it's quite a simple format, folks, and they're brilliant. It's just they fire on different cylinders to us, and it's time that we paid attention to how they speak. So do tune in next week on that. I hope everybody has a fabulous week, and the sunshine keeps shining for you, and I look forward to next week, folks. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.